think. Good. Yeah, dude. You know what you're doing, microphone wise. I mean, yeah, I'm a. I feel like in terms of stand-ups, I'm I'm a pretty close microphone holder. Yeah. Like I, re- I recently learned like the right below my like where my goatee grows. Oh, I'm that little there. Yeah. soul patch. Yeah. You ever get it snagged? Not yet, but I feel like now I will. It's not a good feeling. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. like it catches? Catches a beard hair and then just like, Ugh. yeah. Oh. My daughter when she was little. Oh, I just it just happened. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could happen with one of these. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like uh, when you mention a w- new word and mm-hmm. then you hear it that next yeah. like hour. You're yeah. like, oh fuck. Or a car, a car you've never seen before. And yeah. It everywhere. Yeah. What was your daughter up to? Oh, she's she's, she's everywhere. His daughter. You mentioned his daughter. Yeah. She's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> come in any minute. Uh, <laughs> she just like grabbed my beard when she was a baby and just yank it as hard as she could. Damn. Just Mm-hmm. Had a lot of joy in that, so. And then she found out no when you like no. Oh, she's she doesn't care. <laughs> no, babies are psychopaths. Yeah. Now she's three. No she's empathy. still she's still a little psychotic, but I don't. Yeah, let her three. They, to yeah. Beard. Three is hard because like it's like they have more emotion. Yeah. And still no like no filter and no control over it. Mm-hmm. And so it's they're just figuring out humanity. Yeah, and they're figuring out that it's horrifying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm upset. I'll be like, don't be so upset. But like, tell me why not to be. And you're yeah. like, well, I mean, I can't, but. Yeah, it's like we can't if we can't go, like, out to eat or somewhere because I just don't have any money. Yeah. It's like the worst freak out. And I'll be like, I don't understand. Like, I yeah. I just don't have $50. <laughs> like, like, I don't have $50 to pay for food that you will not eat. Exactly. You're going to take two bites of it. Yeah. And then, and then like, I could also microwave. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like, let's just go home and then pretend that yeah. we bought this at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, play restaurant? Yeah, oh. she might like that. That might be a good idea. Damn, dude. She recently started, she she probably heard her brother call something trash. <laughs> so now whenever, like, you turn on a TV show she doesn't like, she'll be like, this show should go in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> that is fun hearing him repeat things, yeah. which is, like, my... Uh, uh, my wife is like they're do- they're having like too much they're watching too much YouTube yeah and I'm just like well I mean if we if we had this access to YouTube when we were this young this is how much we would have watched <laughs> we would have watched so much mm-hmm. you know and <laughs> and I'm like it's just you know just let them this is the generation they're just they're watching they're they're on screens more this is where everything is yeah. <laughs> and then my daughter walks in she's six years old and she goes what she's she goes my guy what's for dinner oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm like all right maybe a little bit too much yeah. maybe we can yeah. scale it back. My nine-year-old starts saying sus. Yeah. <laughs> sus. Like, well, you don't say that. Dude. You don't even know what that means. Like, you guys realize they're going to start teaching you words in oh, like yeah. a good four or five years. They're oh, going to be finding out the cool things <sighs> to say. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. And you're going to be the, the guy that's like, what does that mean? No. Fuck. I'm not going to let them use it. I'm going to be allowed. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> But they still, yeah, they're they're still not that good at fact checking. Like right. my <laughs> like my son, he'll 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 learn something. He'll say it with full confidence. Yeah, you know, like this is how things have always been. Yeah. Duh. And then I'll be like, no, that's that's not even that's not real at all. And he'll be like, oh yeah, like uh, <laughs> my son's really getting into basketball right now. So he'll be trying to tell me about someone that and I'll be like, dude, he like a uh, I don't know, just some random guy today. He's like, no, they're a shooting guard. I know they're a shooting guard. And I was like, all right, let's look it up, dude. And they're a power forward. He's like, I, right, 
you somehow you made Google do that. I was like, <laughs> okay, dude, fine. Like, like, I, know I had the power to alter Google yeah. without you. Looking. We wouldn't be here. I would have more than fifty dollars for dinner. Yeah, like, I would <laughs> always be eating dinner. out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got some. We got some uh, intro music we can play real quick. Yeah, let's and drop we'll that. Officially introduce you. Okay. Yes. Hell yeah. I'm so glad I have the intro music. I have goofed this up a couple times. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten to hear that actual intro music. Really? It's always just like, here we go. And <laughs> and now we start. Yeah. And the music played. It definitely did. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a good little uh, smooth jazz intro. Thank you. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan cooked that up. Yeah. Okay. I cooked it up on a little drum machine. It <laughs> wasn't that hard, I guess. But I'm, I'm super excited about this episode today. This I'm, is going to be good. Dude, I've had a blast just tonight in general. Yeah. Because I got to admit, it's my first time at this establishment at all, man. Welcome. Thanks I know. Thanks for coming. Thanks for making the drive. Thanks yeah. for braving the construction. Thanks yeah. for... Oh, it was amazing, dude. It was so nice. It yeah. was so nice to see a room going so fucking well. This is this was a good good one to see for a first impression. That was a fun lineup. Yeah, it was good. Good, uh, yeah, good comics. It was cool to see even people I've seen. Obviously, this guy, yeah. like, <laughs> crushed with stuff so well. It was yeah, the room was happen, dude. It was it, they were happy and enjoying the comedy, and that was so cool. Yeah, I yeah, I love. I mean, pretty much every place in Colorado that I've gone like mm-hmm. the crowds like just the vibe in general here in the state for for stand-up is it's great yeah compared to and people and comics when you start if comics that start here it's great watching them go out on the road for the first time and yeah. like they're like so excited and they get back and it's like oh like how was it they're like oh I mean it was mostly bad <laughs> <laughs> like mostly <laughs> Colorado's really cool like, yeah, yeah Colorado's <laughs> dope (laughs) crowds are warm and smart and like everywhere politically but still like chill about it yeah Yeah, yeah. willing to laugh if you're not a dick yeah about being funny about whatever you want to be funny about you know yeah so just so everyone knows we have uh we have david rodriguez with us today that's me hell yeah owner of the comedy fort yeah Um, the fort man himself yeah fort i was gonna look up what like who was put in charge of forts, but then I forgot. So oh, the the headmaster of a fort is it a headmaster? Probably not. Right. Chief? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's anymore. a white guy. It's for sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's all we can be sure of. Yeah. Well, they were Spanish for a while. Okay, because yeah. I used. I mean, Los Forts. I uh, this is now my first favorite fort. My second favorite fort is in Saint Augustine. Uh, it's a little bit bigger. Little but um, this one, I felt like... Bigger than the screen room or bigger than this building? Oh, bigger than the building. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was like <laughs> one of the first uh, forts in the United States. Gotcha. Yeah, but I feel and like Spanish you guys are built it. building something stronger. Ooh. All right, the power <laughs> of laughter. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a very powerful, uh, you know, adhesive. Yeah. Which it has to be. This building is 140 years old. No shit. years old. 140 I, I don't know it's and it was it was Hody's half Hootie's half note before Hody's half note was okay. the venue it was before it was like that was, it was a music venue that just did all kinds of yeah everything from metal punk hip-hop mm-hmm. just whatever um and it was the home of our open mic it yeah. was the longest running it still is I guess the longest running open mic in the state oh wow um damn yeah longer over than over like lines layer yeah over 10 years wow hell yeah that's mm-hmm. dope Holy um, shit, that's like the Simpsons of Mike's. Yeah. And uh, t- yeah, a ton of comics up here started there, including myself. I started here in this so building did at the open mic. The, the music venue closed and you kind of saved 
Yeah, the, the um, well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was like, I rescued it. I mean, um, <laughs> then I make it sound too gracious. I, yeah, I, well, I mean, I took it over as a business owner rather than it being becoming, you know, like another uh, artisan olive oil shop. Um, totally. Yeah, you wanted it to stay or like an uh, an office co working. <laughs> oh yeah, thing. Uh, Another kombucha stand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or all three <laughs> combination of all three. Um, yeah, they they closed down obviously uh, during the pandemic, and I think the owner the owner owned the business and the building, and he was he was already looking towards he i mean he works with a bunch of other venues and does stuff with like the Mishawaka okay. and and stuff all over and so i think he was he was looking to uh pass it off somehow yeah. and then it shut down and and i came in with a plan yeah i approached him with the idea and then there was like they had they had an idea to like bring the starlight back which was the venue before it was hody's which was also a music venue but it was like multiple owners and got all kind of convoluted and then <laughs> and they were all just like it, if you want to go for it yeah. just yourself like absolutely do it oh it's got to be so much easier working with one person than yeah six yeah. people that already failed once it was <laughs> <laughs> no no it was it was a bunch of different people that wanted to like revamp oh okay like this whole thing. i see what you mean but i was like i was like okay so i can run comedy but like how would that work with like the bar sales like how would i do i like bring in or like how do we separate and they're like oh well you know like we would keep like the bar sales and you mm. would do like get like the tickets and i'm just like yeah you guys run venues and know that the <laughs> tickets are not that's not what sustains right uh, two two minimums thing. are a thing. I was like, that's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> for like, a I, reason. Yeah, I already run a show at a bar where yeah. I make no money. Like that's not. I don't want to keep doing that just on a bigger scale. Yeah. Um. So I'm yeah went for it, signed the lease, and it's. I mean, I, it was daunting at first because I had to learn the whole like the clerical side of it, the bookkeeping, like oh, the geez, insurance. Dude, I couldn't like even imagine employ like everything and being the entrepreneur sides of all that stuff. Yeah, like I know comedy and I know how to book funny comics and I know how to make the room for for that. Yeah. Uh and that's pretty much the extent of what <laughs> I knew coming in. Yeah. And I had to learn, you know, city permitting, uh liquor license, Damn. um inspections. I I learned how to you use every single books. power tool. We like built everything. No, nope, it was just list, it was just finding people that also that already knew how to do it. And like bringing Tobias them in, being like, "How do we do this?" And they're like, "Well, here you go." Did, uh, Tobias, Lewis yeah, Tobias, yeah. Like, he yeah, yeah. shout out uh, Toby Livingston, yeah, yeah. handyman, extraordinaire, yeah. uh, veteran, road dog, uh, <laughs> comic, and Booker, as well. Um, Showed yeah. you the some pieces. Yeah, he. I mean, he came in, and he, I was just like, "What do we? How do we move this?" He's like, "Well." He's like, there, you know, he'd be like, "There's a there's a easy way, <laughs> and there's a more correct way." Yeah. <laughs> Or it was like, how cheap or expensive do you want it? <laughs> and then we just get into this. It was it's fascinating learning how to how to do construction projects because it really is very kind of intuitive. Like, how do you remove this? There's a tool that does that. Yeah, you know, there's a specific tool for every job, and it's just kind of learning and doing it right the first to, way or doing it yeah correctly the first time is so much better than fucking it up and looking right. at it awkward and then going back and fixing it. And yeah, and it's crazy being in a building this old and finding like <laughs> people people just build on top. Of everything. Like, there's wires that exist in here that don't go anywhere yeah. that are from who knows how many businesses <laughs> ago. Uh, and it's all just kind of like, <laughs> I've heard so many contractors just being like, well, I have no idea why they did that. Yeah. 
And then I was like, okay, well, can we just like cover it up? And they're like, oh, for sure. Like, Let's just just put it in the wall. And then I, I do like how like even in the green room you have it set up for like it looks like the old part of the old venue is still here, you know. And then you, yeah, everything on top of yeah, it. But, thanks. Yeah. yeah, the yeah all the stickers. Well, most of them. Some comics have put some up yeah. since we came in, but tried to feature uh, and highlight as much of the old old venue as we could because it had great character yeah. and, and it was you know people love coming here and it oh, was. Yeah already had like a familial uh vibe to it yeah dude i feel like i'm in like the hangout at a camp like at a <laughs> summer camp like where the counselors would chill yeah like yeah, it just back, feels back like room. yeah this is awesome um even the room itself dude i mean like the lighting at the feet the fucking ceiling having those panels like mm-hmm. so many pieces of the room were exactly uh, is the brick real like it's a brick wall that's yeah. actually there Was that yeah built that's for lewis katz special that <laughs> that so we t- had the logo attached to it yeah uh and we took that down to film his special because oh, of like okay. the lighting it was like all sorts of different things and yeah. he's like i just want it just just plain just yeah. like no distractions i was like totally it's your special for sure uh no that brick wall is original it's over oh. 100 years old damn um the uh <laughs> we we reoriented the room to feature that as the yeah, as it's the a, stage it's backdrop, perfect, dude. Yeah, it fit nicely, uh, and I wanted it to be so, so. The way it was originally set up, like we're sitting backstage, like back backstage for Hodies. We would you would walk up those stairs right out here outside of the green room, and you would walk onto the stage and face mm. the front door, face College Avenue. Okay, so it was like a long and deep room. Yeah, uh, which is great for music. You yeah. pack in like that, um, but for comedy, you want everybody as close to you as possible. Yeah. So like if the room's oriented this way, you could have somebody sitting that's, you know, almost probably uh, the building's like a hundred and something feet long. You could have somebody that's like 80 feet away from the stage and like a s- tiny room. Yeah. Uh, so this way, so we turned it on its side, it's shallow and rectangular in the comics in the middle of it. And so now there's not a seat in the house that's more than like, I think it's like 25 feet from yeah. the stage. Dude. So, so that's such a unique, I wouldn't have even thought of that. And it worked out nicely that that was, that's the only panel of unobstructed, like cool brick, Damn, like wow. in the whole building. And yeah. I'm like, this is perfect. Let's Stars just do it like this. this yeah. to be. So when you started comedy, like, did you always have the idea of having your own club in the back of your mind? That, I was wondering that. Yeah. Cause like every barista is like, I'm going to have a shop someday. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, so I started here in yeah. the, in this scene and there was always kind of rumblings about that. There was like, oh yeah, this person's planning on like making something this person's planning on. And I was, I was like, oh, like just, I mean, let me know. I would love to help. I would love to be part of it. I want to, you know, and started running shows very early on because we didn't really have that many. Everybody wanted, like people would just go to Denver. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, People, you get funny and you move down to Denver Mm -hmm. and that's it. And I was like, but there's so many people that want to see shows here. And, like, we started one, and it was, like, immediately, you know, smash hit. So we're just like, well, let's just keep doing <laughs> that. And just trying to do things, you know, intuitively for the – everything serves the performance. Mm-hmm. Well, as just, a comic, dude, you know, in. like, what it's like being the one on the stage. Right, right. Yeah, so building it from that lens and just knowing that, like, all the shows that I, I built, I tried to, you know, get – something close to this it's it's hard when you when you when comics start a show at a venue that have you know you got restrictions on how you can set things up how much you can yeah. move stuff with the lighting the sound yada 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 you know and so i i tried to always 
build my shows into something that felt like you had full control. This was the main focus. You're here for the show type thing. Yeah, and turn off the TVs. Right, we don't turn need off that the TVs. avalanche playing right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Anybody who wants to watch the avalanche is not here. So just don't, just <laughs> yeah. turn it off. Uh, that's, I, I did a show so bad one time on the stage. I was like, can we actually get those TVs turned back on? Because... There I'll are just let people look away for yeah. a little bit. There are some open mics that'll have like late night TV on. Yeah. So I just imagine like uh, Jimmy Fallon is saying whatever the open micer is oh, saying yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. That's his monologue. <laughs> He's talking about jerking off somewhere. I can remember. I can remember a guy like nobody was paying attention to the show. They're all watching the TV, and I like turned and I looked. I'm like on stage, and I'm like, this is like. <laughs> They weren't even watching anything that was like current. It was like a, it was like an ESPN classic, yeah. and, but like it was it was not it was like summer volleyball, like something that could not have mattered less. And they're just like, this is what I would prefer to watch. And everything that's going on on stage. There is one mic that has like a rotating thing of photos, and it's fun to watch Dylan. Oh Dylan God. likes to look at it and riff on it every. Nice. I mean, because yeah. then he'll turn away, go back to his jokes, and. Yeah. What's on the screen? Yeah. And it's always there with something new. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, I, So it's good to have a room that's just... Learning to play with those obstructions. Yeah. Is yeah, work, yeah, working around things for sure. I mean, there's yeah, the giant support column beams are in the showroom. We had to figure out how to, like, you know, get around those. But um, the black in the room makes it perfect. Yeah. Like, that's important yeah. for sure. Uh, that's an old, that's like, I think that's in, uh, if you read anything about Number like one. the comedy store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like the first thing she did when Mitzi, when she took it over, it was like paint it all black, mm -hmm. no distractions. <laughs> so um, did you take, obviously you took inspiration from like other comedy clubs? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I tried to, I tried to pretty much incorporate all my favorite parts of like comedy works downtown. Yeah. One of the best clubs in the world, of course. Um, the comedy cellar in New York, um, Vermont comedy club in burlington is great the comedy attic in bloomington yeah are are all uh, all influences and tried to it's from a comic perspective you know there's so many like little things that you can do and so many clubs do some of them and i was just like i just want i want to there's no reason to not do yeah, as you, many of these little yeah. things you made the supreme pizza yeah, yeah, you're it's definitely like, like even as of all. And I'm I'm still you know fairly new. I feel like, but it definitely is the most like welcoming club. I feel like oh, even nice. the open mic, dude. Like I I would rather drive up here to do the open mics on Monday than sit somewhere on Wednesday in Denver for four hours and yeah, wonder yeah. if I'm even gonna get to go <laughs> right. up. You know, like I just like the vibe better to be honest with you most of the time. Yeah, I, well, I mean, then when comics, I think that's a good reason why comics do well. Like starting up here because it is it's supportive but it's not overly so mm -hmm. you know there's a good sense of it, it's a it's a it's the perfect size scene in that um there's a decent amount of comics there's not like a you know for local showcases you can always kind of have a couple different people on it so we have enough comics for that um but it's not like so big that there's distinct little you know there's factions in yeah. denver there's like Clicks. And there's there's clicks for sure, yeah. and there's always going to be you know friend groups and stuff, but for the most part, we're all like one scene mm -hmm. together. You get here. that feeling when you're up here, honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, that's how every person I've always had, made me feel welcome. I've seen like, from yeah. the from the fort, yeah. or or yeah, up here. Yeah. I mean, they're super proud. Yeah, and uh, I mean, people that do come from go up from Denver, like I've never heard a bad word. No, 
Like it's literally, and even to like, I was talking to people about doing this pod and they're like, oh, he's a great guy. Dude. You don't need to worry <laughs> awesome. at all. I, I mean, yeah, I love Fort Collins. And like, that was when I saw the scene up here and when they were like, yeah, you just, you know, everybody goes down to Denver and obviously comedy works is great. And I made it a point since there wasn't anything here. I mean, I was there, I was at comedy works three or four days a week. Yeah. Oh, really? Like driving back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're like, yeah, you're welcome to come watch. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, why would I not? Why would I not be there? Why would I not be there yeah. if that's where you know you want to be for comedy? Um, but you're always creating your own spot, dude. Yeah, it was always when that was the goal. This wasn't in mind. You know, this was like um, four or five years ago, and um, just yeah, I, I most Fort Collins people when they move down they're like oh you because being a denver comic is a very cool thing to be sure you know nationally like denver comics are, are i feel like there's a pretty pretty good respect ba- respect and, yeah. and bar that we've set as yeah. a as a scene um so that's a cool thing to be and then no it's like you oh i'm a four collins comic like who would ever know Who'd, what that is like yeah. most people still don't, don't know, know outside is, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i was like no it's cool to be from four Collins. well the so more I've, people like you that establish stuff like build up the scene, yeah. create it so that people are stoked. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah, seems yeah. like this is a place that like that comics want to come, like national comics want to come to perform. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We were, you know, I have been booking shows like since I started comedy because I've got a wife and kids and couldn't yeah. travel as, as much as I would like to definitely can't go out for long stretches and just realize I'm like, Oh, I can, you know, comics want good paid stage time. Like I can just get the comics that I want to see to come here yeah, and yeah. do shows. Um, so this is that on like the highest <laughs> level, yeah. you know, like I got to get, um, you know, Sean Patton came out and did yeah. one of our first weeks Damn, and Jane Torres did yeah. our, did our first week and, and they're great and great comics. Uh, I do have a great least. about champion championing comedy. Yeah. So like they help spread 100%. the word and, and they're, they're comics that other comics respect to and they're like oh, oh they yeah know, yeah you know, type thing yeah and, i mean one and of they the, put in good words for this place yeah i mean one of the things that i noticed as like when i first first started was like because i know doug stanhope like he really only does rock venues mm-hmm. and the fact that like he he seems to want to be here that's really dope i feel like that's another huge stamp of approval yeah like, he's he, doug's definitely an anomaly in yeah. in a lot of ways in in that he just you know he's still he's got he's got his road manager and he's got the one guy that books yeah. shows and like that's that's just been his team yeah and he'll just do he'll do funky little canane's th- the same way yeah Kinane's like Kinane, i love the small canane's yeah. <laughs> like i had to get an agent because i would be poor because yeah. <laughs> I, I just say yes to whatever and there's like well you know there's no money You'd be like ah shit well you know maybe there's money sometime yeah. and then he's like i would just do whatever because i love doing shows uh he's like i had to get somebody that would just say no <laughs> for me out the and bad like ones. actually get yeah yeah um, but no, it, it's, it's cool to have those comics recognize this place as something like that, because those are the comics that I want to come Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah the well, ones that, that share the same vibe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, Mick Foley. Oh yeah. Mick Foley. Yeah. How, did, how can that go unmentioned? <laughs> that's insane. He's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. That's sick. Mick. Oh my God. Okay. So this, <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't think I've told this story, uh, to anybody on a pod, just like friends that were here that happened. <laughs> so, so here's my, my Mick Foley story. He like, he comes in, um, and he's got like some family, he's got like some sort of like cousins or something in town. And so he's like, I'll be out to dinner with them. You know, I'll be there before whatever time, you know, for the show. 
Um, I'll just, you know, come in the back or, or whatever and we can get them in. I was like, yep, no problem. Yeah. No worries. Um, so I meet him here, like right here in back parking lot. The, it's right outside of the green room. And uh, he's coming in, you know, with all of his cousins or whatever. And they're like hugging him. He's like thanking him for coming, you know, and stuff. And like, so they get walked into the showroom, uh, you know, walk him into the green room. And he's got, you know, just one other guy with him with like a, a bag. And I you know, think it's like his his manager or, you know, or whatever. And we all sit down <laughs> and we're all and we're all talking. And um, and the guy, and so he's he's sitting where you are, and I'm I'm sitting right here nice. mixing the, in the big chair, and we're nice. all just just gabbing about whatever. And this and this guy is like, uh, he's like, yeah. So like, what do you like? What's like, what do you guys do here? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was like, you mean like comedy shows? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh yeah, no, just like all the bands here. And I'm like, oh, he's you know he's just trying to figure out because it, it's, it's a punk rock band yeah. green room, you know. Yeah. And he's, and uh, and then he goes, he's like, oh, so like, so are you doing one tonight? And I was like, what? <laughs> and Mick goes, hold on a minute. <laughs> he goes, are you not with the venue? Oh my gosh! And I look at him and go, are you not with Mick? <laughs> oh my oh god! Shit. Like this guy so seamlessly just like got into their group. It was a group of like seven or eight people, yeah. so it's like not like a tiny group. You know, he, he exposed he just, them too he just, much. He just got right with them when he asked the question. Oh, he was not. This was not. He wasn't even like he wasn't like. Oh, they found me out. He was like, he's like, yeah. So like, what are we gonna? <laughs> he's like, I'm pretty funny. <laughs> and he like started to get out like a business card, and and Mick is, was clearly just like, what is happening right now? Yeah. And I'm like, let's go. I was like, let me give you a tour. Yeah. And, he, and he was like, oh yeah, 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 that'd be great. He's like, I haven't been here since it, I think he said the Starlight. He's like, I haven't wow. been here since it was that. And I was just like. I was like, yeah, we're, and so I just walked, gave him a tour through the showroom and back and again into the bar and handed him to, just you know, my bar manager. Will. I was like, hey, this guy needs to hang out here yeah. or outside, <laughs> wherever. Just not outside. in the back. <laughs> and That's then crazy. Mick laughed about it. And we we're just, it was so funny. He was just part of this conversation yeah. for a good, I don't know, five, 10 minutes <laughs> just talking about whatever until we finally were just like, wait, wait, who are you? <laughs> wow. I wonder so, how many conversations that guy stumbled into. What if he's just been bumbling around, walking around, meeting cool people? Yeah, I mean, the everywhere. guy that does that, <laughs> that, that wasn't like a one-time thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the guy. That guy's getting in a lot of places. And he had business cards ready. He was ready. He had, <laughs> he had, he had like a satchel. He had cards. Wow. He had confidence. That's all you need, really. <laughs> he just crazy. didn't have enough proper nouns. Yeah. Like, he didn't know, he didn't have enough, like, people's name to draw. He'd be like, oh, yeah, Dylan's would have said. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the last step in his, uh, you know. <laughs> Tom Cruise pulling the face off. Yeah. Like, like that's just, <laughs> I've definitely walked places with this sound equipment and been like, Oh, it's just for recording stuff. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. for the sound. And they're like, okay. Yep. Well, well, it looks expensive, so I'm not going to try yeah. and stop you. I'm going to let you go ahead. <laughs> it's a lot of chords. Would have yeah. been some moments. <laughs> like if, it, if I make too much eye contact, he's going to ask me to help with something. And <laughs> I don't know. What's <laughs> so let's just let him, just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been some moments here that like, since you've opened, because what you've been open for a little bit since before the pandemic, no, or you opened right in the middle of the pandemic. We opened in, dude. Yeah, so you hit February a year in February, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Happy birthday, February, thank you. I know I'm a little late, but so what? Yeah, February <laughs> of uh, 2021. Okay, we yeah. opened. So what have been some moments that you've had, that like, because you know you have a moment where you realize like you made the right choice. Mm -hmm. Like, what have been some? I know you guys have big shows like the Wrestle Roast and stuff, which seem really fun. And <laughs> like, what have been some moments like that that sent out to you? Um, 
Oh, uh, well, so first of all, there, I don't think there's been a single moment where I didn't think that okay. I made the right choice. Hell yeah. Nice, dude. That's why. No second guesses. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why people are like, wow, you're so brave. You took this rip, blah, blah, blah. I'm well, like, when the no, brick wall this was is, there, you were like, look, it's yeah. too perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I, just from the response that I've gotten at like the shows, you know, we, Dan and I had our show at Colorado Room and I ran shows at the Aggie and just, just from everywhere, just from the response to stand up comedy. I'm like, this is something that people will like. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I know how to do. So what what could possibly be? And there's not anything else like it here. Yeah. That's the third piece. Yeah. It didn't already exist. Yeah. You're filling a uh, gap. Yeah. 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 It's so <laughs> that's I, I think that's the three keys to a successful business. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, have it be something that people need and want. Yeah. Be good at providing or making that thing and know what your competition is and try and try and stand out so much that you don't have competition, you know? Um, And here, like there's tons there. It is a a live entertainment town, a lot of money. Um, The city puts a lot of money into the arts programs and like events and stuff like like that. Skate park. There's tons like there's, there's a ton of that, but there was no permanent live stand up comedy venue. So I'm like, oh, well, this will stand out and people and I just getting people in is the tough part. And I'm like, after they're in here, I'm no longer worried. You're yeah. like the I first guy confidence. to show up with sugar. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. fuck, we needed that, yeah. man. Things uh, taste like, a lot better. <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got full confidence in the comics <laughs> that, you know, that I book to that people will come and they'll be like, oh, I'll tell everybody this, this is, is great. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. We got some. We got like some regular bits we like to get into. Oh yeah, for sure. Some stuff. Um, some just segments, we, I guess. We haven't current events. We're doing the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ivana, yeah, pull Trump. Out your phone. Okay. Dude, yeah. that was perfect today. Honestly, <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was so much fun. Um, that was looser than we usually get. Really, playful. Yeah, yeah. So when we co-host on on Thursdays, like it's co-hosting is hard. Co-hosting yeah. a show. Yeah. Like the chemistry. Like you, you. I'm sure you know you've. Figure it out in a podcast. You figure out your rhythm. You figure out. We're putting in reps that, and getting. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it takes time. It yeah. takes when time. I can get this guy to giggle, <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's <laughs> and so like it, it's it's hard to co-host a show and do material. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, because it's you know? unnatural in yeah. a weird way. Like because like so many people like try to like they turn it into like a little play almost. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they're like this is my joke that looks like it's casual conversation. You know, and it's. I've seen some. I've seen uh, two comics that work together a lot do each other's jokes. Yeah, that's fun. And that that was kind of interesting, that's or fun. like do them in unison. Yeah, you <laughs> you have to like you just if you're going to co-host a show, you have to be real in the moment with however mm-hmm. you want to play it. Like if you're going to do jokes, like <laughs> if we if we're going to do jokes, I'll like I'll say I'll be like, all right, Dan perform stand-up comedy for the next two minutes and i'll like highlight it like that i'll be like all right shut up shut up i'm gonna do a stand-up comedy joke now yeah and then i'll do the joke and then we'll go back into it like there's no like super like trying to we have those uh words. if the audience ever thinks that you think you're smarter than them like mm, you lose them you lose them yeah you know and that's i think that's what a lot of like new co-hosting suffers from they're like oh we'll do this because this is they'll think that's really bad and they're just like what, do you think we wouldn't notice that you planned <laughs> clearly all of this? Yeah. Um, and then that, so that, just that looseness and being in the moment and our chemistry just devolved into like, well, we have, we have more and more fun the less and less we plan. 
Uh, and so now it's just, I mean, after we've been hosting shows together for like four years or so, and now it's, we don't even ask each uh, other yeah. what you want to talk about before we go up. Yeah, because you got confidence in each other. We'll just do, yeah. we'll just, we'll figure it out. Whatever you figure out is going to be funnier than whatever you had planned. Yeah, that's. And then it did. It turned out, <laughs> you just talked about that dude, that guy wiping his dog's butt yeah. on his way here. <laughs> yeah. And then it turned into that whole wild uh, moment yeah. with the crowd. Yeah. Um, good news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No good news. That was, that was the closest to good news that we got is that some people care a lot about dog hygiene. Yeah. One of our uh, favorite questions to ask on the podcast is uh, what is your favorite conspiracy? So it doesn't really have to be one that you believe in. Cause I feel like uh, it's giving it too much water. Sure. We, they're all conspiracies, but uh, it's one that you find interesting. Just the fact that it even exists. Well, I... <laughs> Sounds like you have one. Yo, I'm trying to think. There's a lot. I, I, I love thinking about it. There's the people that are like, oh, cons- conspiracy theories, whack job, whatever, like write that off. Like that's the most boring type of person. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's so fun to think about. Because there's already so many things we don't know mm-hmm. cosmologically yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, in that sense uh, and scientifically and yeah. all that. Like, there, think of how much more we don't know that people in power don't want us to know. Like, right. that would be so easy to have us not know. Yeah. We have no power. Yeah. I don't so think we'd understand There's it. tons. There's, 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 there has to be tons. <laughs> I think all the best conspiracies people would never even get close enough to to make yeah. it to a conspiracy. The stuff that's actually happened, yeah, wouldn't oh, even like, be able to believe. Yeah, they're like, "There's aliens." You're like, you have no yeah. idea yeah, the life forms so that exist. Yeah, your favorites yeah. are the ones we don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's just where I'm going to start yeah. with uh, conspiracies. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> and it's also it's also when somebody's super passionate about a conspiracy they never expect you to be on board right like those are oh, like, those yeah. are my favorite like there's some people that tell you like thinking that you like those like oh that's interesting you know <laughs> but well, then there's some hurt. people that are like this is the story yeah. <laughs> nobody is ready for it like they're uh, i love when people go off on one of those and i'm like dude for sure yeah and they're just like wait what yeah <laughs> it's like yeah sure why not um i think the i mean the earliest one I can think of being exposed to was, uh, do you guys remember when Fox came out with the fake moon landing series? Yeah. It was like a, th- it was like a three episode. Oh, it was a series. It was some, I, I feel like it was, they did a deep dive. They did a deep dive primetime television Damn. on was the moon landing real. Really? And they and? got, I mean, they say that it is probably not. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that was the conclusion, but obviously the point of the show was to present all of these ways in that it could have been faked. Nice. Like they made it in a soundstage. They're like, here's the video. Oh, they, like how they could. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They took they took like footage of the moon landing. You know, Neil Armstrong's like bouncing around, and they're like, <laughs> now speed it up to like whatever speed, and it looks like just a just a dude jumping around yeah. in a field. Like, and they're like, like it's not fake gravity. They just use they use whatever. They could at the time special effects film wise like this is what Damn. they came up with to make it look alien and then it, and just like all these things and then uh man and, the moon landing has come up a few times in this question like in this segment and i think i i honestly think that that's like one of the more mainstream conspiracies because of that yeah that's serious because of that series yeah. um i mean this would have been like 98 or 99 probably okay. where do you stand on the moon 
I mean, is it real? And so I went to the, <laughs> the moon's real. Don't get me started on birds. Uh, birds yeah, what birds about Idaho? Yeah. How do you feel about Idaho? I've been to Idaho. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. Dude, it's a fucking, you feel like you're on the moon when you're in Idaho. Yeah. You're just like, what? this is what you think? Is okay. Uh, Everything's slower. But uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I did fully believe that the moon landing totally happened until this conversation right now yeah. that I'm thinking of like, I don't want to be on record saying that I think it happened if it comes out. out finally. The big question is how well, so did I, they get off? How did they get off of the moon? Well, I mean, they had a vehicle. Yeah. Like uh, a Jeep. No, like a, like a, like a, like a little mini spaceship, a moon lander. And that had the moon lander. It had thrusters. It had everything. But when I went to Washington DC for the first time, um, my wife was out there for work, and I was like, oh, I want to come. And I had, our daughter was just born, so I had this little baby. I've got tons of pictures of her in front of all of the <laughs> monument, just passed out asleep. Hell yeah. Uh, but you you can go, you can see, they have the moon lander at the Air and Space Museum. Yeah. And you go in, and you're like, this, I made sturdier things in <laughs> middle school for, like, art projects. Like, this thing it looks, looks like insane. It, yeah, it, it looks like just, like, this mic stand <laughs> with, like, literal tinfoil <laughs> and just, like, people were just hot glue gunning it together. And you're like, how how did this survive yeah. going to the moon and back? And it still looks like that was 50, 60 years ago, whatever now. Wouldn't survive being splashed. It wouldn't survive. I could dropkick this thing and do... <laughs> Billions of dollars worth of damage, if the estimates are correct. It's almost <laughs> like they they put those things out there to fuck with us, like to make us think this stuff's going on. A lot on. of you know, them, like a, yeah. A lot of it feels pretty deliberate. I saw, I saw a video of like a, this elaborate celebration they had for some tunnel opening that went through the Alps, and it's like they have they have this parade of people with like goat heads coming out of it, and like fire coming out, and like all the eyes and stuff. And it's like okay, like. What are you doing? Like, just <laughs> open the tunnel up. <laughs> it's not Lord of the Rings. It need to be an Illuminati ceremony. Like, just let the train go through. I don't know. But I feel like they... I, I thought that was going to be a conspiracy the whole time. It was just a fun thing that you saw. Yeah, it was just a cool thing. It was just a cool thing. <laughs> I don't know why they did it that way. <laughs> but that's, And that's where it all starts. Yeah. This is where you're just like, why? Sure. Why'd you do it that way? Yeah, and they're like, "Do you know the about the dragon goat heads in the Alps? <laughs> yeah, because they're you, real." Do you know about Baphomet? <laughs> it's real. I yeah. saw it. Yeah, I on the, um, on the dark web. Yeah, I recently got into a JFK um, conspiracy. It's mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, well, it's kind of like running. Twenty twenty four. He's got my vote. Um, I. Yes, it's not like exactly about the the dude completely. Um. So at when you order a coffee with one shot of espresso, it's called a red eye. Two is called a black eye. But if you order a coffee with three shots, it's called the JFK. Mm. And supposedly, I just recently heard that that's because of the JFK airport. And that it's the pilots that were ordering that way. And that is where that came from. And now that there was three shooters. Three shooters. Uh, that's why I think it's the coffee industry is. Well, I thought the second JFK. shooter, was but if you gave, give give it a yeah. Google, if you give it a Goog, I can't. I can't afford to be on another list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on too many spam mailing lists. I can't go around googling what. But really, JFK. What about? Yeah. <laughs> They're like JF. He's already on a list. Yeah. You don't even have to type the last. My my real name is John Fitzgerald. 
There you go. Just typing me into Google will get you there. I don't believe that. (laughs) It's one conspiracy that I've been working on for a while. (laughs) You said your your first name is actually John. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, dude, you didn't know that about nah, me? No, that's crazy, dude. I know, I You don't guys have great podcast chemistry now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. He's named after Bob Dylan. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> there is a song. Okay, so Dylan actually did buy me tickets. I don't think, I don't know if I told you this yet, but uh, he bought me tickets to uh, Streetlight Manifesto, nice. one of my favorite bands. Yep. Are you a ska fan? I mean, that was part of, we didn't, my town was so small. We didn't have ska kids, like we, so, which there was one skank. Which yeah. it's see that that seems to be like what people choose to dunk on, like they're like not ska, like the pe- the people and the fashion that yeah, everything. Yeah. They're like oh kinda yeah, like juggalos. Like we didn't we didn't have enough people for those kind of clicks, so some of it got you know streetlight manifest. Like I saw it, real I, big fish. I was just like yeah, real big fish is great, and they're like Hell yeah, ska. I'm like well, I didn't even consider that, but yeah. it, certainly there's a lot of horns, and that makes sense. Yeah. I saw you made a, a less than joke. Less than Jake, more than Jake joke mm-hmm. on Facebook. Oh, yep. That, um, yeah. Less than Jake implies the in existence of a more than Jake. Yeah. And I was like, oh, another Sky guy. Oh, yeah. Nice. Less than Jake was great. Uh, yeah. I saw them. That was like, that's one of the only concerts I've been kicked out of. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I bought too many beers yeah. for myself and had them and then got kicked out because they thought I bought them for these kids. Oh, like, because it was like, uh, well, not all ages, but have? like 18 plus. It was like three. It, was, it wasn't like, <laughs> wasn't an insane amount, yeah. but like, it was like between bands. I'm like, well, I'll chug the first one. I know. I'll if you're going to get back in fast, the pit, and then I'll, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. I get it. And so I like, <laughs> and I was just sitting there and I like put them all down and they're like, come on, you're coming with us. You can't fucking, they thought I was like passing them out. I was like, fuck the, I don't know these kids. Yeah. Uh, Screw these kids. These are yeah. mine. And the, of course that sounds even more guilty. Right. When you're like, all oh, of these are my, you're defending. <laughs> but, uh, the most alcoholic stance of like, no, these are all for me, yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't forget who the other band was. It was less than, less than Jake and somebody else. But, uh, yeah, I got kicked out of that show. And That's I, tight. And I didn't get to see him. Oh, so, <laughs> someday you got framed i did yeah. i was set up that's the conspiracy dude. the venue yeah they're gonna resell those beers for maximum profit those kids probably ended up drinking those beers they, oh they for sure did yeah yeah, yeah. They just I, went I made eye contact and just like yeah i was yeah. like and like as they were yeah if i'm gonna pay up. the time at least let me do the crime yeah for sure <laughs> somebody should have a good time i uh and at that show that i saw with streetlight just recently uh, Dylan bought me these tickets mm-hmm. as like a birthday mm-hmm. present and there's lyrics um, about a guy talking to a guy named Dylan and oh, they're yeah. having a conversation Yeah, and uh, I was on some drugs and oh, I definitely okay. cried when oh, I heard yeah, your dude. name on there dude wow. I was like wow this is all hitting me so perfect <laughs> that's when I want people to cry about <laughs> right. when, that's one of the only times super high really, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah that's just, yeah, it's just separate. That's the universe lining up. Yeah, I know. Good. It shit. was it was it was a powerful show. I yeah. did enjoy the shit out of it. Oh yeah, I've seen worse shows. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like I barely even cried at that show. That was <laughs> yeah. Three yeah. out of five cries. Yeah, if I'm not crying at least twice. It's not right. worth the money. Yeah. yeah, if I'm not if I'm not coming out with a way deeper appreciation for the universe and uh, <laughs> the connections that I've made with humanity, then I'm not fucking going. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how did you, well, how did, how did Joke Cella go? It was great. Yeah? Joke Cella is very fun. Nice. That is, <laughs> that's our, our 
very very legitimate comedy festival (laughs) that was our tagline this year um that started here in this in this building when it was when it was hoodies oh no Uh, shit yeah i was like let's we'll call it it's it'll be hilarious we'll call it a festival because i was just like they had the main stage and the open mic is in the bar and i was like i want to do a a show on the main stage Mm -hmm. i think that'd be so fun and i think everybody in the scene would think that is fun and then I was like trying to think of like who I would want on the show, and I'm like, there's no way I would feel good about like you know this person not getting to do a set or this person. And then it got to you know unwieldy, and then I'm like, I'll just have everybody come <laughs> and just do. We'll just figure it out. However many people end up like signing up and showing up, we'll figure out how much time to do that. It's like Woodstock, dude. It it was yeah. It was, so it was over fifty comics. Damn. And it was like. Um, and we just, yeah, just rotated like kind of single file backstage, like 10 or 12 at a time. And like, and when there's that many people on the show, like they all like told people to come super packed house. Yeah. Um, and everybody was like, that was amazing. Everybody did like two minutes Yeah. and they could not have been more grateful. And it just bloomed out of nowhere. And I was just like, well, there's no reason. Again, I was like, people like this. <laughs> it was fun to do. There's no reason to not keep doing this. Oh yeah. If um, that was shorter, I'd make it the title of the episode, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that whole paragraph. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. And so, and it just, you know, and people responded to that and wanted to do it again. And new people came into the scene. And so it kept growing until it was made it into two shows yeah. and then three shows. Um, and we were renting, we rented the Aggie and sold the Aggie out. Fuck and so, yeah. and there, and so like there's comics that had been in comedy, you know, less than three months yeah. that are doing sold out Aggie theater, Aggie you know, 300 something people yeah. uh, for 90 seconds That's of stand up, and people love it. And it, like I, I made, I didn't do it this year. I didn't have time, which I feel bad about uh, because I love doing it. Making, I made artist lanyards yeah. for everybody on yeah. the show, made like 60, 70 artist lanyards for people doing 90 seconds of mm-hmm. comedy, yeah. um, full on laminated everything. <laughs> and, uh, well, dude, when people get excited, yeah, people like, get excited about the small things. Yeah, like it's it's literally those little niche touches that like uh, make things exciting, and then people get excited about the. I mean, because I was worked at a summer camp forever, so like if you were get to give like a, a scroll to a kid in secrecy, mm-hmm. but then you, you'd like dirty it first, and then you burn it at the edges, right. and then you like spray paint parts map. of it. Exactly, you wrap it with a like those little. At additions, yeah, make things fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those are the little things that people hang on to. You know, yeah, no. Uh, so we kind of talked about like uh, hi, uh, special people in the past. Do you have any people cooking? Like anything in the future that you're like stoked about for coming here? Yeah, he's coming here for the fort. Or are you allowed to? I mean, I guess some people you might not be able to say because of maybe contracts and stuff. But I don't think. There's anybody that I couldn't talk about. That's not really. That's not really a thing in terms of announcing comedy shows. Yeah, um, I just didn't know because I know that they can't. They can't say when they're on like big projects and right. big like studio. Well, things. is there is there like a? You should put I mean, that you can in cut though. this part out if you want. But is there like a thing at Comedy Works where? They can't. Yeah, conflict radius. Comedy where, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. 90 that's, miles. Yeah, that's pretty standard with venues. Oh, okay. Um. Because they just they don't want, you know, the same act playing right. right down the street, you know, a month before them. They want as many so, people coming there as they can. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah, hurts so the road dog though, the road person that's just like trying to. Yeah, they're usually pretty reasonable, and like if you're in a different, completely different market, yeah, it, it, you know, it wouldn't affect it. 
Um, but there's not, yeah. So, so those, sh- if those shows were a conflict to where it would, you wouldn't be allowed to announce it. Mm-hmm. Like those shows wouldn't, shouldn't happen in the first place. Oh, okay. Like there's not like a rule against announcing it because that show, if it's in conflict already, shouldn't, it's already, shouldn't be happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> um, I did blow it one year. Actually, I was working with, um, when I was helping, helping out with high planes, um, we got Jackie Cation to do my show here like the day before yeah and the venue was like announce it and like here's the thing and like jack like everything was good like i cleared it you know with uh with karen and and adam and jackie came up and you know did it and they were like get it announced blah blah blah. and i like and so i just didn't didn't even thinking like totally blasted and like hey special you know with the date jackie cation so excited and karen was like dude (laughs) what do you what yeah we haven't announced it yet (laughs) like that's our like they did all the work to like get her out here, you know, in the first place. I'm piggybacking off that. Yeah. And like they, you know, it was their cool thing to to announce and everybody being like, We like you for doing this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah, I did. Yeah, look at, <laughs> at Fort Collins up here. We have a special thing. Uh so I was like, Oh, sh- oh but then you right. learned. So you I, were yeah, like, yeah oh, I took it down. Don't do like, that again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's great. I've I've had the fortunate position of making mistakes with you know with people like karen who are awesome and we'll just like here's why you don't do that here's yeah. why you don't here's here's well, the way you're you not would a do it like malicious guy yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah, people that are also love, you don't what, love what we do and are just rational <laughs> human beings yeah. and and want just want everybody else to learn and grow and be and be good at these things instead of just like tearing down any kind of competition and i feel it but i feel like that's like a a a good vibe that not a lot of people share or at least from what i've told in the past what i've heard is that it used to be even just club owners are can be gnarly shitty people yeah there's i mean you hear about smaller scenes where the clubs are like you you're not even allowed to do let alone let alone run like a local bar show right then you can't work the club yeah like what yeah no, like I encourage everybody to start shows here because all that's going to happen, like there's never, you're not going to, as a business, from a business perspective, you're not going to lose money <laughs> because somebody was like, there's a comedy club. Wait a minute. Here's a <laughs> free bar show yeah, at right. a, you know, at a brewery. It's or only going like, to make the scene stronger is like the more chances you have to go. Right. Up. You're yeah. not. And then they're going to go and they're like, Oh, this was amazing. We're coming here every time. And we're never spending money at that comedy club. Yeah. Like that's sure. not, no, they're yeah. going to be like, that was great. We should see more stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that happens with any other thing where someone's like that restaurant was great. Guess yeah. <laughs> we're never going to, to any other restaurant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no, I, I think that dude, that supportive vibe is so genuine because like, uh, I mean, it, bleeds into the fact that before i met you right i was talking about like i'm gonna go record with this guy and every single person was like yo he's a great guy like, he's so nice That's he's great. super cool I love to hear it because like you've made that why be any other way right. <laughs> in yeah. this lifetime yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah and that coming from a business owner is nice yeah i've definitely and that's i mean i've had to learn and i'm, I'm certainly not making as much money as i could in some ways because of it because of that mentality i'm like well i want things to be good for everybody Mm -hmm. i want people to have a good time you know i'm not maximizing gouging every dollar out of the drink prices i'm not forcing people to buy 
you know, a drink minimum mm. because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose so many more people that came here were forced to buy a bottle of water they didn't want. Right. And then go there like, that was dumb. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to lose those people forever. Yeah. Rather than missing out on, you know, $4 for whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, oops, I didn't get that $4, but they're going to have a great time at the show. They're going to not feel pressured to do anything they don't want to do. Yeah. They're just here to laugh and have a good time. And They'll then they tell friends. all of their friends that this yeah. was great. Because come back. when you sign right. up for a yeah. friend at a two minimum show, you're like, well, I guess. Yeah, uh, you have to apologize. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, especially as a comic, as a bringer and like the early, you know, if it's like a club show and a contest, like, please come. I can get you <laughs> yeah. cheap tickets. And then they're like, well, I'm going to have to, you know, spend $25 on yeah. when a pretzel. When, when I, I get first there. started running one of my shows that I'm doing now, like. I didn't know that the venue, because it's like a dab lounge. Yeah. And I didn't know that they were like charging people an extra $5 just to come in. Oh. So like everyone's sitting, and I, I can feel like, I don't know. <laughs> I can feel it in the Everyone's energy. kind of upset. Everyone's like, dabbing aggressively. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went and asked them and I was like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. I like, I don't know. I made it up to them, but it kind of, now, now there's not even an entry fee, but I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Like they already paid $15. Like yeah. they've bought, they got 15, they paid $15. They bought dabs. Like, yeah. Why do they need to do this? Yeah, just trying <laughs> to just doing creating the experience that like that I would want to have and that as an audience uh, member. As an audience member has just been the basis for that and and every time I've bought a concert ticket, you know, and like all the fees and stuff like like yeah. $35 ticket and you go and cash out and it's like all of a sudden it's 50 something. Yeah. yeah, you're just like why? Is how this is this worth it? How are people allowed to do this? Yeah. And so now like I take everything and I'm like, you know, I'll lose a little bit on what we can charge, but I put the um, the taxes and the ticket fee into the ticket price. Oh yeah, so people know exactly what they're paying. Oh man, that's and it's just like say so it, like nice. this includes everything. I yeah. hate, I hate so <laughs> people fees, and everything rounds. I made sure everything we like instead of the tax, like let's just like figure out what it is. Like Everything's even, an even dollar amount. Damn, dude. You cash out if it, if your thing is five dollars, you cash out. It's five dollars. If oh, you're yeah. buying a ticket on our website and it says twenty two dollars, it's twenty two dollars. You That's pay for dope. what you get. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and well, and there are definitely a ton of people who are like, well, you're not going to maximize this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, well, the staff is making good money because people are having a good time. They're tipping well. Yeah. I can pay everything. I pay all the bills. I pay all the rent. Oh, I, pay I all tip the more if I can't use the cents to help me. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're you forced round to round up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the comics are paid and everybody is taken care of. Like that's, and we're doing fine there. Yeah. It's like, I don't care how much money we make past that. That's dope. Like, that's I mean, it. You've made a spot that like everyone wants to be, it seems like. That's now, yeah. So we're talking about the audience. Yeah. There is the occasional mm -hmm. ad reveal. Sure. I love that you're not afraid <laughs> to show, like, this is how ridiculous oh, a complaint can be. Every time. Well, it's it's awesome because, like, you're like, no, I've worked really hard to make this place enjoyable. Right. So if you do have an issue, yeah, it's yeah. got it's going to be silly. <laughs> Absolutely. There's going to be alcohol involved almost every time. Uh, so, you know, I don't fault people completely. And there and and it is a new experience for a lot of people. You know, a lot of times when, when we, if I open a show and like welcome everybody, I'll be like, round of applause, you know, if this is your first time here, so we can get a gauge on, on that. And if there's a lot of people that clap, we're like, round of applause, if this is your first stand up comedy show ever. Yeah. And like, there's always a couple. Yeah. You know? And so like, they don't, um, you can't get mad at them mm -hmm. for, 
having a great time and be like, oh, I saw, the, you know, on a whatever movie this was from 1980-something, and the guy was like, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. it's like, I'm helping him, make him, help yeah. him yeah. make that moment. Yeah. I don't know why that character goes, little New Yorker for the, <laughs> New Yorkers are great people. I, <laughs> it's, we've, and it's such an intimate room, and we built it that way, and, and it's, it becomes pretty self-policing, like I've found. Like, most people, like, get it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to hammer it home. Don't interrupt. Don't blah, blah, blah. Like, people get it. Like, yeah. we've set set the tone for it. Um, and and so, yeah. So, if somebody gets a bad review, leaves a bad review, I'm I'm right there. Like, yeah. it was like, we, <laughs> thank you for coming. We did not actually <laughs> kick you out, quote, unquote, just for laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's what happened. Here's why you're lucky to not be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that one. That's funny. Just for laughing. Yeah. 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 And that's, and then people know, people, yeah. I, like even people that don't, you know, go to a lot of comedy shows know that that's the most bullshit yeah, reason. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just, I was just sitting there being quiet. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were not. It's the, like, sun was in my eyes yeah. excuse of like, yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> this restaurant sucks. I got kicked out just for eating. <laughs> one star. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You threw your plate at a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you order more food? <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. Dude, I think it is cool that, like, um, you, like, defend the place. And I even feel like the comics defend the, even. Defend the fort. Yeah. We got to, oh, God, we don't have that as merch. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm losing money every day. That's what you should have. On, what, what was the dog's name? Roscoe? Yeah, Roxo. Roxo. Yeah, yeah defend yeah. the fort. Underneath Damn, you're right. Yeah. Dude, right. that fucking, the logo with the microphone, though, it is great. Yeah. Like, I've Thank seen you. it on hats and shit. It looks good on, on shirts. Thanks. Yeah. It's uh, iconic. It was, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. People are always usually surprised when they're asking design questions. I'm, and I'm like, yeah, no, I did it. Hell and they're yeah. like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. I just, my, I just did it. I just did it. Yeah. It was a little good. And it's that, it's something simple, but like. A playful font. It's comedy, but not overly so, so that it's cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, yeah, simple well, the microphone. Fort is way cooler than Chuckle Bucket or sure. whatever, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or Bananas <laughs> or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go Bananas, another very good club. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Uh, um, I did feel like I have to mention this because it was my favorite comic growing up. The fact that you opened for Dimitri. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting to open for Dimitri Martin, dude, that's like insane. Yeah. It's, it was, it was great because, um, mostly for the fact that like he was just as weird and quirky offstage. <laughs> like that's him. He's not doing a bit. He's, 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 he's like that, but he hung out and was just like, was down to just chat about comedy and yeah. answer questions and do what he just loved talking about stand up. That's cool. And Damn. jokes. Like he talks Hell to me yeah. about my jokes. Oh uh, shit. That's why I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've had- <laughs> I've had a couple of comics come up to you recently and try and give me, not try, but like offer me <laughs> tags to the same joke recently. And it's just, I don't know. It feels like if I was just super shitty, they probably wouldn't do that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you're worth good. discussing jokes with on any level. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. a cool feeling. Yeah. I love giving comics tags and I love watching them use it. Uh, that's one of the best feelings is watching a oh, com- yeah. another comic use your tag and yeah. crush with it. It's yeah. the closest I'll come to cucking. It's <laughs> is like <laughs> right. watching them perform it best too. Cause it's a joke you can't do or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Like, I've definitely written jokes that's like out of my face and my mouth. It's not going to work. <laughs> You're like, well, I can't say this word, but yeah. maybe, okay. <laughs> but this community, yeah. I uh, have it all you want. I know it's clever. Yeah. <laughs> or giving somebody a tag and then it just eats shit. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, yeah, suck it. Yeah. I do know somebody that likes to whisper into new comics ears, like, hey, you should make fun of this person. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like, you should say this and then just watch it Man. go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love love talking about jokes. Yeah, I love tags and and writing and stuff. That's and, crazy. And that camaraderie is with is Dimitri. A, I mean, even what you know for a couple. It was like a weekend. It was a couple nights. Yeah, we did three shows. Um, and yeah, he's very professional, and it's and it's cool that it ha- that has also been my experience by and large with all of like the bigger name comics that like I've met and worked mm-hmm. with and booked. Is that like comedy? It's not a big. It's not a huge community. There's yeah. not a lot of comedians that stay in in stand up and may have that be their primary thing. Um, so it's like you can't really be a dick. Yeah, I'm fortunate that like pretty much everybody that I've looked up to and wanted to work with has turned out to just be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, it's you, yeah. Bridges are finite, right? Yeah. You can't be a dick in this <laughs> industry. <laughs> Because somebody else will it'll get, catch up get with booked. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of cool people. Right. Like, why not just choose someone that's fun yeah. and, and not a pain? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and now for sure, like as um, as a venue owner and a business owner, like if somebody on staff was like, yeah, they're, I mean, they were funny, but like, I don't know, they were just, they're kind of a dick to me. Yeah. Then yeah, fuck them. I was like, they weren't a dick to me, but then I hear that like, yeah, you know, you're only as cool as, as you are to people that can't mm-hmm. offer you anything or do anything for you. Right. You know, like yeah, they 100%. can't advance your career in some way. Yeah. Like how you treat those people is the true reflection. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the, how, how a fucking headliner talks to an open micer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sure. so, so I hear that I'm like, oh, well, Okay, it is I, crazy. they won't be back because I've got plenty of other people. Yeah, <laughs> they say the same thing at Comedy Works, and it is kind of like it's almost sad that you have to say that, but it is like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the staff runs Comedy Works. Yeah, definitely. Like Wendy's so busy. Yeah, like she can't be in there every night like she was when she was you know coming up. Right. Um, and so she trusts her staff, mm-hmm. and I do the same here. Like I'll I'll ask him like how you know how people did, and like yeah. I'll, you know Dylan will tell me, um, and it's. Yeah, she she trusts staff to make decisions on like local comics getting spots yeah. for stuff. For and sure. even, even without all that, like you should just yeah, know, even with, on a basic good. human level for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as someone that's only served people food my whole life, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. just treat humans as humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but the fact that like the community of comedy looks out for each other and their staff and the people and the venues or whatever, where they're like, if this person is a dick. I feel like they do kind of get, you know, pointed out. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I've seen it happen to people where you, you cross a line or you, like, do something to a, a another person, and it's like, sure. nah, we don't want that around. Yeah. Get no, on out of here. Yeah, we got cool people to chill with. Yeah. It is good guy summer. Good guy summer. That's what Evan is calling this summer. Good yeah. guy summer. The whole okay. summer series on the podcast is all, we're featuring good guys. All good boys. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't want any bad dudes. No. Yep. Or proud ones. Or proud ones, yeah. 
<laughs> proud you, dude's fine, actually. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Just the boys. Dudes, Only yeah. the boys, not allowed. Proud <laughs> men, not boys. <laughs> proud, yeah. proud men. Yeah. <laughs> One word. Oh, that sounds worse. Yeah, it kind of does. But Shameful bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pro- it's, uh, yeah, it sounds worse Humble and brothers. Sa- much sadder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Humble brothers. I yeah. like that. It could be a burger place, dude. Yeah. Um, so did you boys did you record an album here i did that's I did. awesome i think that's cool to like uh fucking do the pilot through yourself like that, yeah that was it was the one loophole i found that i could yeah. headline here without <laughs> uh you know looking greasy about it uh well of course you built it up yeah I, yeah <laughs> we can't just take it all for yourself. Right. No, People notice. Yeah. Uh, but it was, yeah. You projected it, more voices than, a, I mean, you put time into projecting other people. It I was, think that's, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, it, it, it worked out to where like I had the Saturday booked already for something. And it was like the one day I didn't have filled uh, and I was just going to do like a showcase, but it was, I was wanting to record an album and then it was my birthday. It was yeah. the only day that was open. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this show. Uh, it was great. It was, I mean, so many people came out, which is, which is awesome. Like yeah, my, you co- like my cousins happened to be in town. That's so why I had like family. My wife was there. Just my like friends are there. His and cousins were in town. <laughs> that, right, that random and guy. guy. <laughs> that guy was there for my album. I thought he was part, of, I thought he was with the label. He had a recording equipment I'm in just, that bag. He did. It looked expensive. <laughs> uh, he, Damn, that was tight, guys. <laughs> it's all coming back together. Definitely should have closed on that, but let's do 12 more minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the energy there, like that, I mean that it sounds corny, but like that moment was truly like, it was a magical, like I came out for just the opening, like, uh, Sam T hosted okay. and brought me up and like, you know, he's one of my favorite comics. Yeah. And so one of those like, headliners that treats open micers like people. Yeah. 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 Uh, like brothers, too familiar yeah. almost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's punk rock like that. He's, yeah. you know, he respects everybody else who respects it at the level that he does, mm-hmm. no matter what. You know, yeah. if he can see that you do that, like, it's yeah. And so to have him there and have everybody there, and like it was like almost a standing ovation, like when I came out, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah, like it was it was mystical almost. <laughs> like I, could, I like because that was that was the advice that I got from like I talked to as many comics as I could that had done a bunch of albums, and all of their advice was just like, just be there, mm-hmm. be in the moment, appreciate it. Yeah. You know, don't get in your head about, you know, the jokes, like yeah. do whatever you're going to do. Don't focus too much on the technical side. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't, you know, be there in that moment in that show. Yeah. That's the and so, job yeah. that you need to fulfill at that moment. Yeah. So I just took an extra beat to like take in just the surreal, like I, you know, built this room. We've been open. We survived through Damn, the, you know, the summer and stuff. Just thinking like all my friends are there from like all of comedy. Yeah. And it's just like, it oh. was, it was all like, it was so just perfect That's for sick. like sitting in that moment. And then I got to like go into my first joke and it was probably something about like Hitler and yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> like, but, um, so yeah, it, I, I mean, one of the top, I do love that opener by the way. The Hitler opener. Yeah. yeah I got it. I think I did it on the late show. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that got recorded with uh, Helium and it's actually coming. So I, I was not, I didn't stay on top of like where it is because I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I, re- I recorded well, it. You, you told yourself, don't worry about the technical. Don't worry about I was the gonna, Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't want to, 
because I could, I was like, I was like, initially I was like, I'm going to learn how to mix. I'm going to go. I was like, I'll do it all myself. Yeah. You know, I don't want to make somebody else listen to me talk. Uh, that seems insane, but that's something while doing a podcast. (laughs) 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 Uh, But did, I was just like, I'm uncharacteristically like gave up all of that to somebody else to do. Um, well, there's also professionals, you know? Right. Yeah. You no, know, I, like I trust them. Like, yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. You do it. I'll go back to you. You did your thing. job. It's their turn. Um, and they just, yeah, they just sent me actually a couple mixes of it today. Nice. Really? I finally, I finally got back and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And uh, yeah, so they got to me and we'll see. Good. Hell yeah. I, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm trying to get the courage up yeah. <laughs> to listen to my own voice. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, they say record every set, but then mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, they didn't. Se- they didn't specify. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, no one ever says nope, record and just, listen. Just nope, it's just record everyone. Yeah, which I'm sure you have it recorded. Well, also evidence. you like describe that moment so perfectly to listen back, and it's like two cheers or something like. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, you suck. Yeah. You're in the background, you, you can, can hear just... people texting. That's how quiet it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> and that's another thing. That's yet another little touch that we put in the room. Like we had it mic'd already. Like we have mics pointed at the crowd yeah. that get plugged into the video that we record mm-hmm. because so many rooms have a camera set up and you get the tape and it's just camera audio from the back of the room behind everybody's head. And so it's like, you might've had a great set, but it feels like you're just bombing your ass off yeah. the mm-hmm. whole time. And that's, there, that's, there's probably no worse feeling in comedy than thinking you got a good <laughs> tape and then you watch it and you're it's just not like, good. this is, gonna start a conspiracy that's how grainy it is <laughs> yeah. <That's somebody's> <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah so just having that equipment available and standard ready like taping every show if comics want tapes like we figure it out oh, um, yeah. um Who are, so hopefully it sounds good when i get it back yeah i mean the one tape i've gotten from here from force funniest was was i mean it wasn't my best tape but it was good <laughs> dude you did so good tonight oh, i enjoyed watching you thank you i appreciate it who who are some um like maybe like who are two comics that you haven't had come through yet that you want to you would want to get come, have come through i haven't had i want to get i mean i had a great first year and a lot of the booking like up front was people that i knew personally yeah. because i didn't want to like you know everything's up in the air. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Opening, closing. Like I didn't want to deal with agents and like redoing everything. It's like so complicated. Um, so I got to get a lot of my friends up here immediately. And that's who I built it for first and foremost, you know, like seeing the comics that I know and that I've like, you know, grown with in comedy is very cool. Yeah. Um, like Steph Tolov is, you know, she's just now she's she's starting to get some super big stuff. Yeah. She has she like was just on Bill Burr's, yeah, special. Bill Burr's, yeah. like so so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like comics like that, and like Shane Torres, mm-hmm. you know, like when I started, like he would still come do the bar show. Like yeah. now I go through his manager, <laughs> yeah, because because uh, that's the process. But those those comics meant the most to me to get in first. Like ultimately, someday. Like my goal is to get Sarah Silverman to come yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, not like, and I work with uh, the Lincoln Center, which is in town, that has a twelve hundred seat theater. That's where Dimitri was for our um, for the second two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my goal is to be able to use that uh, to collaborate on bringing big names in. Hell yeah! And then like a little pop in secret. Yeah, kind of like show comedy works as Paramount. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Like they'll just drop in 
right across the street because it's right down the street. Yeah. So that's my plan for getting names that are like much larger than our capacity because well, we're only 100. You're lucky, dude, because this is Sarah Silverman's favorite podcast. Hell yeah, so it's coming. <laughs> I hope she got the picture. Yeah, <laughs> she's one of the murals on the wall. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, actually, no, she. Di- I think she did see it because um, Best Stelling, another one of my favorite comics, mm-hmm. and somebody that. I'm just like so grateful that like I, you know, could text her and set up time for her to come yeah. and do the room. Like she writes on Sarah's show and like calls her Sarah without yeah. the last name. Like yeah. that's how close they are. <laughs> I was like, show her this picture if it's if you like it, if you, if you think she'll like it. <laughs> so maybe she's seen it. It'll happen. <laughs> so do you have your stoner? Yeah, I was gonna see if you wanted to do it because it's yeah. been a such. It was. It's been fun. Yeah. Okay, so um, so now <laughs> we've been doing a bit where uh, I've I've been reading from this the four twenty code. Okay, um, do you know anything about this? I do not. Okay, so it's it's not like um, rules, tenants to live by. Okay, you know, I like this was like a Dan Brown novel, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like um, a it's like a weed parody of Dan Brown. It's like Dan Green. Yeah, Dan. Ugh, yeah. it's the Green Book. Edit this riff out. I hate it. <laughs> um, okay, okay. 420 code. Tennis to live by. Yes. So this is number 11. Okay. And the idea is to share your trees freely. And this is the story. So seven of the stoner friends arrived at his apartment and gathered in a circle and his ta- uh, around his table. The stoner looked to his bag, opened it, and everyone was dismayed when they saw but one single nug. A friend said, do not smoke us out, for there is not enough for all of us. And uh, when we are gone, there will be none. The stoner smiled and began to divide the trees amongst the seven pipes. Because he was giving, uh, giving them this charity. They listened to speak. Uh, listened to him speak. You, is, I'm not a good reader. Um, You're doing great. It's Florida. Um, you have heard it said, repay trees with trees. But this is not free. For even the potheads trade trees for trees. Neither losing nor gaining a puff. Instead, share with anyone who wishes to partake and do not concern yourself with a reward. For this is the 11th rule. Share your trees freely. A friend objected, but people will take advantage of us. Then let yourself be taken advantage of, the stoner (laughs) replied. For you will not reform a person by debt, but by charity. Those to whom you have given will see the light of your lighters and will turn to the 420 quote. Yeah. The friend said if they don't, the stoner leaned back from his <laughs> leaned back from his seven pipes and his friends saw that, that every bowl was filled. Each of the friends took a pipe, smoked and they all got high and they marveled at his wisdom. Wow. I love that they had to spell it out at the end that they smoked and got high. Like, well, clearly. <laughs> and then we're just like, that was pretty cool that you just did a miracle. <laughs> and we're turning this over to the FBI. <laughs> um, man, I wish every kid that I smoked pot with in high school would have heard tenant number 11. Yes, right. I fucking pay every for everything. One. Yeah. It's surprising how they're like, yeah, you got any? <laughs> you got it? It's like, oh, let me, can I get in? Yeah. You get in on that? Like, when have you ever started your own that I could get in on? <laughs> right. But yes, obviously. Come and in. I'm the person that, like, if I'm ever, if I have it, I'm sharing it. Because sure. it's more fun Same. to share. Yeah. Why would you be that guy? And you know it's coming back to you. I feel like whoever wrote that has to share because then maybe he doesn't have friends. Oh, I, I know. know. 
Could you was, imagine being like a fan of his and like him being like, can I? Yeah. He's like, come on, dude. Could you, you imagine being a guy that's selling uh, <laughs> 420 code books? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking like in the story, the dude that's got the weed. Can you like imagine being the guy that's just selling a dime bag and fucking seven dudes roll in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? Are you, this is such a small transaction. Why do you have seven people? You have all of course, I don't have together. enough weed for all of you. <laughs> seven of you. I thought it was going to be one dude. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll break it up. Thank God, it's Jesus. <laughs> thank God, our weed dealer's Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, dude, I can't thank you enough for doing the pod. Thanks so much for bringing this whole setup up here. Yeah, yeah. of course. Thank you for letting and us coming up and do jokes, dude. I loved. I, you know, not blowing smoke, but this is has been my favorite place to do comedy that since I've been doing it. So, well, that was my that was I my goal it. to yeah. make oh, yeah. something that made people feel like that. So yeah. that's we. we <laughs> We've already, like, people are like, what, what are your, you know, what are your goals? Where do you want to go from here? What do you do? I'm like, we've, I mean, we've achieved yeah. what we all needed already. Yeah. I, I, I put I put up a story right before I went up of the crochet, do not, do not fuck oh, it yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I had, like, several comics who just know where I was because of that. They're like, favorite room, dude. You're going to nice. fucking crush it. It's like, yeah, dude, I... I love it here, dude. I, it's one. It's my favorite place. So it was made by uh, shout out Andrew Michael, very funny uh, yeah. Atlanta comic. Hell yeah, Andrew Michael, good shit. That's gonna yeah. be the title of the episode, Andrew Michael. Yeah, Hell right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Thanks, guys. Thank you, dude. I mean, this comes out next Friday. I don't know if you want to plug anything, but next Friday, so not tomorrow, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this, then. Uh, the one and only Eddie, Eddie Pepitone, Pepitone is going to be in Four Collins for four shows. Hell yeah. And he is absolutely one of the best Fuck yeah, he to is. do it. That was, man, I brought him in. Okay, one last comedy yeah. story yeah. about <laughs> Eddie. And he's one of the nicest, absolutely one of the nicest people. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I brought him in to do some shows for Don't Tell. For mm. Don't Tell Comedy. He was like closing those out. And I was headlining here. Uh, my friend uh, Jacob Erdman, local comic, yep. had taken over the showcase that I started here. Um, they let us do it at like, they gave us a weekend, but it was at like 6 p.m. Yeah. And I was like, great. We just want it on a good day. You know, day of the week is like huge for, for shows and like getting a weekend show felt awesome, even yeah. though it's at 6 p.m. And so anyway, so like I'm headlining and uh, I take Eddie to get food and I was like, oh, I just got to go do this set. And then we're going over to the thing. Like, I can take you back to the hotel or whatever. He's like, no, no, I'll come, I'll come over. <laughs> I'll just, I'll come over. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I mean, it's just like a local show. He's like, yeah, what, you know, whatever. <laughs> and we get there and uh, Jacob asked him to do a set. And I was like, I was like, I mean, you can just like, he can headline. Like, yeah. he can close the show <laughs> if you want. And he's like, no, no, like, no, no, no. He's like, I mean, I'll do a set. Uh, I was like, I mean, you'll have to do a set if yeah. you just close it. He's like, no, this is your show. Yeah. This is your show. And th so he does a set and like goes up before me. And yeah. then so now I have to follow Eddie, Eddie Pepitone, Pepitone. Oh, just obliterate for <laughs> 15 minutes straight. And then I get up, I'm like, <laughs> hello, everyone. I'm not that. Yeah. That's how I felt after following the French fucking poodle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Rock so. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. 
So he's going to be here. He is is one of the best comedians yeah, in the world. For sure. Um, and you'll be following him. And I'll be, yeah, I'll be following him, but just to say thank you so much for coming. <laughs> uh, get home safe. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. He is super nice. I've only met him like once or twice, but every time I did talk to him, he seemed so like down to earth, regular dude. Yeah. And playful. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah yeah. well dude yeah thank you again the builder of the fort man come back up anytime i will hell yeah no i'm gonna make it up for the mic for sure sweet yeah no i mean every monday we kept that tradition going on yeah sign up at uh 6 30 starts at 7 luke gaston is hosting it and we're i'm trying to add more value to it now because there's you know people wonder what the booking process is and rather than like answer it a bunch of times coming up with a system to like let people know where they're at for booking is like Monday's the first day, you know, of the week. That's where you start, do mm-hmm. the mic. Um, and we're going to start booking some monthly and maybe more regular shows from the mic directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Luke can, you know, cause he sees, he's there every week. He sees who's yeah. hanging out, who's doing good, who's trying new stuff, blah, blah, blah. So we book a showcase from that, you know, and then you get on the main stage, you get experience in there or like Wednesday, you know, contest nights like that. Just like, you know, intro that way. And from that, we book on Thursday mm-hmm. and onto the, onto the showcase, get a little bit longer set, a little bit closer to the weekend. And Opportunity. then, from, yeah. And then from there, so you're, you're progressing through the week. If you want to know where you stand at the club, like people just assume they're like, you know, I've never tried comedy, but <laughs> I feel like I would be like, if you ever need, like I would even host like yeah. you never need a host. Yeah. I've had that said to me so many times. <laughs> Just like that. Like I know you know hosting is hard with the setup uh, yeah, of yeah, I've yeah. never. They've never done it, and they want to <laughs> get into it. So clearly, getting into it. I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere, and they just assume all they know of the world is the shows. So they're like, "Well, I'll just I will do the first spot yeah. for you. You're welcome." Like, oh, there is. <laughs> 900 people <laughs> in line for what you've just casually think you, you know, would do as a favor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just progressing through the week. We'll, we'll start at the mic and we'll book some shows from that. Um, because I want the open mic to be good too. Yeah. You know, you want people to, you know, respect it and not, you know, put, put their best jokes into it so that what crowd is there will enjoy it. And it builds up mm-hmm. that way. Like so many people, I feel like too many people, glorify the mic as like i'll do whatever yeah. i'll do whatever it's a space where i can I you know say whatever i want but you never know and it's like what you can get from doing well like yeah. you do right. the yeah like why i and you do have to work stuff out but like put the effort into it like it is a show because yeah. you're there doing a show for people mm-hmm. and the business keeps it around because people like it so why would you act like don't you know never handicap yourself yeah don't don't pick crowd work fights because you think that's what you should do <laughs> right. as an artist yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then complain that you don't get booked on stuff right <laughs> and because, leave a bad review yeah right yeah. <laughs> there you go uh, i've never done comedy before but they have not asked me to do it <laughs> i got what kicked out for making for? too many people laugh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got kicked out for having dreams. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was too good of a host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had too much inexperience. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, dude, thank you again. Um, Dylan, do you want to plug uh, Cloudy Eyed at least? Yeah, Cloudy Eyed Comedy. If you're listening to this on Friday, on Saturday the 23rd, I got Movita and Derek Rush co-headlining. Nice. So it's going to be dope. Jose McCall, Love Damon Jose. Howard. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. So if you guys are in Denver, you go yeah. to that. 
if yeah. you're in Fort Collins. Go see Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's all I got, dude. High altitude Hell sports yeah. if we ever do it again. I know. Yeah. It, dude, I've had a lot, a lot of people want to come on and talk about, like, they want to defend soccer. I, <laughs> I can't get on that episode. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Well, that's the thing is I think that uh, you might be soccer's greatest enemy. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, Slaughterhouse Studios. Yeah, we got a thousand shows. Yeah. Keep listening. Yeah. Thank you. Sweet. Sorry.